Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. scripture today is Luke 24, 13 through 21, and uh, this is not a very common text to be read during Lent. However, we are following along our fabulous Lenten devotional called Where We Meet, and so uh, this uh, in that Lenten devotional, they're looking at the book of Acts as kind of a, uh, they were prevented from recognizing him. He said to them, what are you talking about as you walk along? And they stopped, their faces downcast. The one named Cleopas replied, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who is unaware of the things that have taken place here over the last few days? He said to them, what things? They said to him, the things about Jesus of Nazareth. Because of his powerful deeds and words, he was recognized by God and all the people as a prophet. But... Our chief priests and our leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the one who would redeem Israel. All these things happened three days ago. So as you consider this reading, what is a word or phrase that sticks out to you? Jesus arrived and joined them. Jesus arrived and joined them. Mm-hmm. He was recognized. He was recognized, yeah. All the people. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. You know, are you the only one who doesn't know? Yeah. Just <laughs> said to Jesus. <laughs> like, you know, like when you're networking and you like forget someone's name and it's like, oh dang, I forgot their name. Like imagine that, but the savior of the world. Oops. So, um, anyways, the reason why we ask you for a word or phrase that sticks out to you is because we believe that the the Bible is a living text, and if there's a word or phrase that sticks out to you, then God might be trying to tell you something. So continue to meditate on that. Yeah. Oh, sure. Can we show so much love for Caitlin? Yeah. Yeah. We're having just some. Issues with the micro, uh, microphone. Microondas is micro, microphone. <laughs> so um, we are in the middle of our sermon series. Do you all remember the choreo? Where we meet. Okay, let's do it one more time. We're in the middle of our sermon series. Where we meet. Yes. So this is a sermon series following along this devotional book for which I was a contributing author. And it is uh, a book that is all about meditations on what the church is and what the church can become through a lens of justice. So like kind of what uh, what we're striving for as a collective. So we're talking a lot about the church today. Um, after our uh, sermon today, there's gonna be time called sacred witnessing when people in this room can speak at the mic. The focus question for you is what do you find hope How do you find hope when you feel stagnant or hopeless? So you can be thinking about that. 
Um, so after the sermon, there will be some time for folks in this room to do sacred witnessing. Um, I guess I also just wanted to name that um, today's sermon covers some difficult topics um, around violence and specifically some transphobia, transphobic violence. And so if you're someone for whom that is like, whoop, not the word that I need to hear today, just remember the New City Promise, which is that if you ever feel triggered, you're welcome to do what is required for your body to be able to self-regulate. So if you gotta go to the lobby and listen from the lobby, totally cool. If you gotta get some water, totally cool. Look outside, you know, text a friend for some support, do what you gotta do, because we believe that like, if we're re-traumatizing, especially if we're re-traumatizing marginalized people in church, then that's like defeating the whole point. So we invite you to do what you gotta do for uh, this sermon today. But it is my pleasure and honor <laughs> to welcome up the preacher for today. He is not only a member of the New City Church preaching team, he's a trained theologian, an advocate for disability rights, and someone who's just a great guy. Let's give some love for Greg Woods. Uh, like Tyler said, uh, the text today is one we usually hear right after Easter. Because the event happened a while that time, but it, it's a good one to hear today because it feels bleak at the, this moment. It, just like for the travelers on the road to Emmaus, that week was rough in the news. And in Oklahoma, high school girls beat up two trans teens. One of the teens, a Native American, Nitz Benedict, later died the next day. Nitz, Nitz beating a death is the direct result of the years-long years effort to demonize trans the trans community as a way to energize the conservative base. Some leaders use fear to coalesce the movement, but this has real and deadly consequences. In Gaza, sadly, the horrific genocide is still happening. Especially the gut wrenching story of Zitsi or Heed Wadra. Um, uh, oh, yeah, uh, uh, the pictures, um, the one on the right is nuts uh, with chopsticks in the hand, uh, making the peach sign with messy hair. Um, and classes, uh, uh, and then uh, on the left, uh, hide H-I-N-D, I'm probably pronouncing a name wrong. Um, sorry, um, uh, a little girl with a long black hair, uh, like purple, pink flowers, 
crown in their hair. The glitch Richie's story that Zitsi was begging for help on a phone to family in Germany from Gaza, um, where she was the sole survivor of a attack. She was on the phone for three hours. Help me. And uh, the word Crescent is the Red Cross in the Middle East sent workers to save her. And for weeks, no one knew what happened. Um, and uh, they finally got into the area, uh, International Observer, and they found her dead along with the two workers. Um, ID up killed her and the two workers. In Bonesville, just south of the city, I think. Um, geography of the suburbs isn't my, uh, isn't a skill of mine. Um, the vote, uh, three votes responders were killed responding to a domestic violence call. Here in Minneapolis, our lovely city keep evicting our unhoused neighbors. Like every other day, we are really doing anything useful to actually help them survive. And I know I'm probably missing some news, probably uh, Statistic-wise, I am missing at least one or two mass shootings. Well, uh, where uh, is the good news? Where is God? And all of this crap. The travelers are thinking about that, too. Um... So um, I'm going to be talking about real gathering in a moment. I, uh, I want to introduce you to the beautiful uh, theologian who does amazing work. I mean beautiful in the sense of uh, beautiful person inside. Like her work is fabulous. Uh, the right Reverend John B. Hosley, professor of Hebrew Bible at Pruitt Divinity, which is uh, the seminary at Texas Christian University in Fort Worth, Texas, and the author, author of many books, but our latest book is a women's devote, a woman's legendary for the whole church. I see a writing year A, B, I see what is a big undertaking. Um, I see is just finishing that project now. So 12 years ago after the Newtown school shootings, uh, the uh, Will Gatney, Dr. Gatney, posted a tweet out of frustration and anger that went along the lines of Pastor Sinek, 
It perhaps still don't know anything else to say. Uh, don't say anything. Uh, rather than saying anything ridiculous like, heaven needed more angels. Um, our evidence, uh, I couldn't find the treat. Uh, I would have included it, but our evidence treat will started a, uh, Dr. Gatney started a hashtag, what to preach. Um, in a blog four years later, uh, after a rash of motionless violence, including the nearby police murder of Orlando Castillo, we expanded on what to preach in a blog book with a rubric for showmen during intense times that try us. So here was the rubric. Preach the truth, preach the context, preach to your context, which means uh, the community that you are in. Avoid religious truth, exercise the demonic, heal the hope, wrestle with the touch, theorize well, offer hope, and call to action. So, so I will, I agree, I will follow some other points for this sermon. Preach the truth. The world feels heavy now. At times I feel hopeless and stagnant. How can I be part of change? How can we be part of change? How can I speak against a whole stinking empire? How can we speak against a whole sticky pile? Sometimes I just want to dig myself back in a hole. How can we sit with that group as a community? We need to acknowledge that the creek touches all of us, but it hits home closer for some of us more than others. The trans community does not feel safe, but the Palestinian community does not feel safe here and, in, uh, and elsewhere. How can we hold space for that? Avoid religious trope. Everything doesn't happen for a reason. No, God doesn't give us things we can handle. Nets, no high, are not in a better place. They should be kids living today. Nets and high should be with their family. High should be playing today with friends. And nets should be sleeping in today like teenagers are prone to do. <laughs> and waking up moody as hell. <laughs> Man, I can't wait until my child become a teen. No, no. <laughs> um, 
Sunday life just plain sucks. That didn't shoot. Sunday it feels hopeless like it did back when the travelers were on their way to Emmaus. Exercise the demonic. Let's be honest, the lust for power and money is at the root of all of this crap. The ones poverty off of the world in Gaza are the military industrial complex with are selling the bombs and weapons that kill Eid. The lust for power and to keep people aware of trans people are the ones profiting off of the trans panic that is going on right now. Right. Let's remember, these people going after trans people do not give a damn about children. Because if they did, they would do more about guns, which is the number one leading cause of death for children under the age of 18. And they would do something about child marriage. It is scary about the number of states where children can still get married. But hold on, gun makers have bigger budgets to buy politicians than the trans lobby, if there is really a trans lobby. The gay agenda, the trans agenda that we hear about is simply to live openly, which scares the hell out of people who want to keep people living in fear. But fear is their only product. There is nothing else that shuts it behind the fear. Fear packs the push. Fear packs the voting booth. Fears by the newest book. They are slipping. Entitled, the newest thing lives are doing to ruin the world. Right. Oh no, let's stop them. Much like today, the view uh, was palpable around Jerusalem in the days after the state executed Jesus. The travelers uh, asked, do what happens now? When, when will the genocide stop? When will the trans hate stop? When will the mass shootings stop? After reading the text over and over, I am left with some questions. Why did Jesus pretend to be a stranger? Why did he not judge and out who he was right away? What questions do you have about the text? Anyone want to shout out? How did Jesus hide himself? How did Jesus hide himself? Yeah. <laughs> One more? Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, did, did they, they 
they just talking to anybody who would have passed by or Right. Yeah, yeah. Did they, uh, yeah, were they, uh, were they talking to just anyone else on the road? And that brings up, was there anyone else on the road? Yeah, who, yeah, who is the unnamed person? Yeah. <laughs> who, uh, who is Cleopas? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's move on. Um, the whole Yeah, offer hope. The hope is not just Jesus may show up when we expect it, but God is always with us no matter what. So I I come from the Quaker tradition, and Quakers have a saying that everyone has that of God within them. And when I was younger, I pictured the saying like the 1980s cartoons <laughs> of Captain Planet where each person had their own power and when they joined forces like Oat, Wind, Fire, Captain Planet were like, I am here to save the day. And I was thinking about this. This metaphor would work with K-Bells too. <laughs> when, when they would use their powers together. 1980s cartoons were pretty unique. <laughs> um, the story reminds us that even on the days when the hope seems lost, Christ is with us, whether it's on the road to Emmaus or here in South Minneapolis, we are never alone. Yeah. That is the good news. How do we embody that as a community? That we are there for each of us. Here are some of the ways I observe we practicing that. By saying hi to each other in person or online, by being active parts of the community, going out to brunch, being in small groups together, doing the, uh, the ritual, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the healing, Embody at the racism, the BIPOC groups, um, uh, being active on Joker. Um, what are other ways we could do that? It is also a great reminder for today, for this Lenten season, to remember that when we least expect it, we are still being a company on our road travel by God. Just like the travelers on the road to Emmaus. And finally, call to action. 
How do we not give up? How do we not let evil win out? How do we take care of ourselves and each other on days like this? Let's remember where one of us go, we go with each other, with the con congregation of both, Azure and God. You are traveling alone. When you leave here, you are traveling with all of us. Yeah. No matter how desolate the path may be, where we meet with each other, rely on each other, God will be there with us too, like he promised in Matthew. Lastly, a dangerous world out there. Some in our community are having to cope with the rights being taken away under the guise of keeping children safe. But it is keeping no one safe. Right. So we need to make our voices heard, speak up. So solidarity. That is how we build the kingdom here on earth. Yeah. 